All right, welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Movie Podcast. I'm Eric. And I am Spencer. We're back. And uh, yeah, here we are again. Here we are. Uh, ba- back, in, back in action, as they say, ba- uh, back in black. You're wearing a black t-shirt. Right, right. It's actually gray, uh, but yeah. <laughs> and cool. you're not uh, You're not wearing a black t-shirt. No, so, well, but we're back. We're, we're, we are back, no, yeah. And Nonetheless. Yeah, we for this episode, uh, we're going to be doing a deep dive into a pretty uh, interesting movie called mm-hmm. Under the Silver Lake. Um, I feel like I have so many things to say about it. Oh, yeah. Also, nothing at the same exact time. <laughs> That's kind of like what the film is about, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, deep dive episodes. We're just going to be talking about uh, our thoughts on the movie, then doing a little bit of uh, analysis. We'll get into spoilers, uh, too, um, but we will give you a warning before we start talking about them, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Under the Silver Lake, very crazy, interesting movie produced by... A24, uh, which is, a, if you guys don't know, it's a film production company. And I'd say that A24 has a very specific style, very unique style. Would you agree with that, Eric? I would agree with that, yeah. Um, yeah, there's definitely something super specific about about this movie and about, like, A24 movies. And it's weird because, like, um, you know, I feel like I said it on... on one of the other episodes that like you know there's just certain things that are so like cliche like film school dude things to like 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 pulp fiction or you know quentin tarantino or you know certain things like that and like for some reason a24 movies are really like feel like that to me as well where it's like oh yeah of course i like this you know what i mean (laughs) right right Um, right yeah very stylistic it 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 has mm -hmm. a lot of their movies have that intense drama feel and then yeah. it also adds in this element of danger, a little bit of horror in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, quite quite a few of their of the films. It, the main characters feel like they're always in danger, or somebody's watching them, or it, right. yeah, it's very specific. yeah, very paranoid pretty often. Yeah, 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 and it's it's no different in this film under the Silver Lake um, with Andrew Garfield. So yep. yeah, the. Let, let's let's get into it then let's get into it hopefully we'll be able to do an a24 episode on its own uh someday but um let's get into yeah, I think we'll get there. Uh, yeah let's get into under the silver lake so uh like i said andrew garfield um mm-hmm. protagonist main character um playing a yep. different kind of person than we see in uh, a lot of his other roles very uh kind of a jerk but also kind of just run down uh real yeah, messy i feel like I feel like, um, I don't know if, I don't know if it's a good thing or, or what, or if I'm just projecting because I feel like it, but I, I'm sort of like identifying with this character a little bit. Um, (laughs) okay, cool. Might, might be the striped shirts. Right. Oh yeah, Um, for sure. You know, I'm a big striped shirt guy. Uh, I don't know. I feel like his apartment is like a if my apartment were cooler. Right. It's a very cool apartment. Has a pool, man. Um yeah, he's got a pool. Yeah. I don't have a pool. Yeah. Uh and um but yeah, it's funny. It do, I guess it does feel like a different character for him in a way, but it is also like he he fits this this yes. uh, 
type very well, mm, which is like, good. He's, he's yeah, that yeah. that really shows the range of of uh, the kind of characters that he can play too, and because yeah, I mean, well, especially like his hair in this down, matted, mm-hmm. crazy looking, not as not yeah. as up and exciting, just like all dirty all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, he's a real kind of a beaten up character throughout. Um, seems to be maybe an alcoholic uh, smoker. Um, yep. A uh, drug user as well, uh, going throughout uh, throughout the film. There, um, yeah, he he seems to hate his life, but also enjoy his life at the same time. It's really strange. Yeah, very very this. true. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about what this movie is about, um, which is mm-hmm. hard to kind of say in like a logline sentence yeah. because it is it is a wild ride. There's so much going on. I'd say it's that it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, the first ten minutes of the movie, it's hard to know what it's about because there's so much going on, but also not a lot going on. It just looks like a dude going about his day, getting his coffee or tea or something, mm-hmm. and then a dead squirrel drops from the from the sky from the tree that he's walking uh-huh. under, which that came out of nowhere, which is which is wild, right? Um, dude, even just even to take it right back to the to the opening shot, yeah, which like. Um, I think I think I will have added the the song the movie opens with to open the episode too, but like so it opens with this song, and you it's already like kind of a weird shot through a window. You're reading like the, something about the dog killer or whatever, yep. um, and then it like just a cool pan through this coffee shop right to Andrew Garfield's face, mm-hmm. um, and already you're kind of like what what was any of that. What are exactly. any of those things yeah. there? Yeah. Like, what is this place? You don't know about the guy. Yeah. And then he's, then he's, yeah, walking through his day a little bit. Even when he, like, just gets to his apartment, it's already so dramatic. It is. Like, yeah. Some <laughs> with of the, the score. Yeah. The stuff. camera movement, too. It's like, whoa, uh-huh. whoa, whoa. What is, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Super stylized. I feel like I, when I've, like, talked, I talk about this movie all the time. Like, this is like, Whenever, if if somebody's asking me recently in like the last, maybe, I, I don't know, recently at least, uh, in general, ab- about like a movie, like I'll usually say this one because I feel like it's, it's really cool, you know, like I said, it's really stylized and, and stuff, but it's also like, I can tell not many people have seen it, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Which like, to me... I don't. I don't know why that is. It, like I. Yeah, it, it kind of flew under the radar. I heard that it was yeah. delayed a few times, and then mm-hmm. uh, I read that when it was released, just a few days after, uh, it went straight to VOD. Um, yes. So Amazon picked it up. You know, YouTube, iTunes, all that stuff. So it mm-hmm. wasn't. You know, and A twenty four films usually aren't the huge blockbusters that you'll see from right. uh, from a uh, Warner Brothers or. Uh, a Disney uh-huh. film or something, right? Um, so they are they are primarily kind of low budget in a way, um, kind of go under the radar. But yeah, I uh, before you told me about this, I didn't hear about this film at all. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely one of those that kind of just uh, hit itself in a way. Um, yeah, that yeah, a lot of people don't really know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so I saw. I I don't even really know how. Maybe it was just like on like my YouTube like suggested videos or something, in like. In like 2018, I think, around when it was first announced, and I was like, I like Andrew Garfield. I like how this movie's shot. I like A24. This looks super cool. Um, and then it took like, it took like well over a year for it to come out after that, because like you said, it got 
delayed a few times. I think it showed at Cannes. Um, it did, yeah, yeah. And I guess it, it was not received well there. Um, I heard it was mixed reviews. It wasn't, sure. you know, full negative or anything. But yeah, yeah I heard yeah. it was mixed. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, so then I guess they delayed it a couple times, like for some reason, if it got bad reviews or mixed reviews, they yeah. felt like delaying maybe, it. Maybe some reshoots or something. Yeah, yeah. rewriting or something. Yeah, yeah. who knows? Um, but yeah, it is funny how, you know, like you said, A24 movies aren't usually huge. Like like yeah. maybe like Hereditary and Midsummer were, were really big. I feel mm-hmm. like the lighthouse is talked about a lot. Like uh, uncut gems actually recently yeah, was a that's true pretty too, big actually. one. So yeah. so maybe maybe they're you know starting it. Yeah, they're starting to pick up. I th- yeah. I think because yeah, like midsummer um, and and uncut gems uh, yeah. and the lighthouse too. Very recent films. Right. Yeah, and not they're not really to pretend like oh like I, I knew this stuff like two years ago. So when yeah, it wasn't yeah, popular yeah. at all. It's still yeah. very popular, but like yes, yes. But yeah, this one did feel even like. Uh, very unpopular for one of those uh, which you know again i don't i <laughs> i have it playing in the background and i just got to the squirrel thing um oh yeah yeah crazy super it, it's weird. the the camera movement in yeah. that scene uh specifically is is really because it has that weird zoom and then that yeah. pan and then yeah, up yeah, and yeah. down shot yeah uh-huh. so um well actually that's <laughs> we've been dancing around it this whole time yeah. but your best, your best uh, logline. Uh, what is this movie about? In in a sentence or two. Uh, so I'm Story. I'm gonna call it. Um, I'm gonna say it's a noir type movie. Yeah. Um, Andrew Garfield meets a girl um, at his apartment. She disappears, and he spends the rest of the movie trying to find her. But that's yep. ignoring like seventy five percent of the plot too. Yes, because there that is like what drives Andrew Garfield's character Sam. Yeah. That's what drives him, but there's so much going on mm-hmm. in this with <laughs> with hidden codes and songs yeah, and yeah. then the deeper meaning behind the American uh music system and just uh-huh. there's so much going on Tons, uh, in this yeah. movie. But yeah, that's that's kind of like what what Sam is about. That's his journey uh-huh. of of meeting this girl. She disappears overnight. Yeah. And he tries to track her down, which, which is is strange because yeah, he, he meets her once, and then all of a sudden he's like, "I gotta find her." Yeah, he's she, like enamored. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with her. So, yeah, so so we got that we got that out of the way. Um, what did you think? Just overall general thoughts uh, on the film. I mean, you know, I know you said that you you really like this film, but yeah, uh, any any specifics um, that you want to get into here before we get into spoilers? Um. Yeah, so so you know, kind of to, to stick with just the 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 linear path of like the beginning of the movie here, like, um, ge- like yeah, generally, I think it's shot awesome. I think the colors are all super cool. I feel like it's uh, you know, some there's a lot, there's so many movies that are like set in L.A., but this is a very yep. like hollywood movie like it's a it's like about hollywood kind of thing you know what i mean yeah which i feel like is a whole nother thing which i i almost always really enjoy those um Mm -hmm. and there's like some sort of like uh you know old hollywood thing and like i guess silver lake there's like the thing about like the comic book and how silver lake is where the old silent movies were so there's kind of that type of energy Mm -hmm. uh or like when he first meets the girl, she's like lit, like super, like glamour, like old Hollywood lighting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Specifically in the beginning, there's there's a lot of foreshadowing, or at least kind of 
like mm-hmm. planting of things like like the Kurt Cobain poster or the Playboy cover or right like the right. comic book kind of thing like all, all stuff like that that really kind of pays off later on um yeah I guess it, it if like this is the kind of thing where like if I was to come up with like if I were to like write something tonally and like story-wise and stuff I feel like this is really like the type of thing I'd like to create, which cool, cool. Maybe is a and bad you know sign what? for me. So <laughs> it didn't do very well. But. Well, well, you <laughs> well, you said that you you know you uh, kind of identify with Andrew Garfield's character. So is yeah, this think, maybe yeah. some way in autobiography of of your life? Yeah, and, perhaps. <laughs> that, that's what you want. <laughs> I don't make. even know what I mean. What I mean by that, but yeah, I I, I think I believe that in some some uh, sense. Um, yeah, yeah, but. Uh, yeah you know what else yeah no. uh, just to point out this is by the same guy who did it follows okay yeah yeah horror which yeah you know yeah horror it's a very very different movie yeah that one i don't i i'm not huge on i like the. you didn't like how it followed the whole time it. yeah yeah that that part was that part was uh so 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 for me um yeah i've i've seen it a couple times and I'm, it does I'm not like clicking, you know what I mean? Like it's not, but that's neither here nor there. That's just another, just a kind of side point. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. what are your, what are your overall, um, thoughts? Yeah, I think a lot of them kind of align with you. I do like the way this movie is shot. Um, the score in the background is so eerie and mysterious, yeah, which matches the tone and the pacing and everything going on in these scenes. Mm-hmm. Very, very intense. Um, but you mentioned colors too. Um, yeah. I think that that was really, really good because Los Angeles can sometimes be uh, a city of gray, even Hollywood, you know, a lot of gray, mm-hmm. um, some green spots here and there. But I think what really stood out were, were how vibrant the colors were when yeah. they were on screen. Like a blue in somebody's t-shirt was was, uh-huh. was very, uh, like you could spot it pretty well. And then just the way that it popped off of the screen too, it, it, or through the screen, excuse me. Yeah. Um, that you could really feel this sense of realism uh, within the shots, um, like like it was your own eyes watching it, not just yeah, through totally. a camera lens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the colors colors are really good. Um, I really like the way that the tone kind of carried out uh, throughout the film. Uh, it, it really flowed smoothly with all the pacing, uh, and the performance is really good too. Yeah, everyone is so strange in this movie. Yeah, um, and it's like everybody has this kind of dark secret going on, and they're yeah, a part totally. of this cult or something. Uh-huh. And the performances are really good, especially when we get towards uh, the end yeah. uh, of, of, of the film. So, um, yeah, overall, I think it was. Um, it was a good watch. I'm glad I glad I uh, I watched it. Not just for the show, but just you know in general. Um, right. But yeah, it's very interesting, and we'll, we'll get into that uh, in a second. Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, just kind of like you said, like the tone and um, the the performances are all kind of like everybody's so weird and everything's so scattered, but it it does feel like one thing. It's doing a lot, yeah. but it it does feel like you know one cohesive uh, film. But yeah, uh, yeah what, uh, what, what's next here? We want to kind of go, th- go through some more plot points and uh, kind of find our way down the, t- down the tunnel here. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think we, we've been generalizing quite mm-hmm. a bit. I think let's get specific. Let's get into some spoilers now, I think, because um, to go through 
a lot of these plot points uh you gotta kind of be specific uh, yeah. so i think i think we'll, we'll get into some spoiler territory now so a little bit of a warning we're gonna ease uh, in there. i think but you know if i think if so you're yeah, really yeah yeah trying yeah. to trying to get a, a clean watch on this maybe uh maybe within the next 10 minutes or so here uh turn it off and, and check it out first but um uh okay let's see i'm gonna go down my notes here a little bit um uh okay well so you know we we get the opening he's at his apartment uh he's he like hooks up with this actress girl and now he goes to the comic book store he's got the he finds the comic book and this comic book is like really i kind of think drives the story for him you know what i mean yeah um yeah if there were i guess maybe the inciting incident type thing would be more like him him meeting the neighbor girl but that coupled with this comic book thing really like puts his mind in like this mystery mode um yeah yeah for sure and i i think that it's it's really there's two different stories going on yeah at first right when you have the the meeting of the girl and and his kind of crazy life going on in his apartment that he's going to be evicted from in a few yeah. days because he's not paying his rent i, lo- I um, love how there's like consequences for him clearly being like a unemployed kind of like slacker yeah. like usually yeah. you're kind of just like how how is this person like making a living like what if yeah like yeah, th- yeah this whole movie's going on he's not mentioned a job once or anything <laughs> but like yeah right, he's, right. he's being evicted because of it too, he's being so. evicted but he he does have enough uh, or he had enough money to uh-huh. drive a uh yeah. <laughs> four gt yep uh which eventually he gets uh gets taken away from yeah. him because he can't make his payments but yeah like uh like what i was saying so there's there's that aspect to it of of him having this crazy life meeting that girl and then the comic book uh section of it but then, so it seems different at first, but then it all kind of comes together. Like you were saying, it really drives the story, mm-hmm. his story about trying to get to the bottom of this mystery, right. uh, figuring out, eventually meeting the author too of, of the uh, comic mm-hmm. book uh, and seeing seeing what's in his brain, which is, which is pretty uh, interesting. Yeah, I like how like um, resourceful a- Andrew Garfield's character is where he's like, I guess that's the whole nature of a mystery kind of thing, but like right, right, right. the way he tracks people down and like, you know, it, I don't know. I guess that's a no. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, you know, he he sees um, after after uh, his neighbor goes missing and he's trying to investigate. Mm-hmm. He sees another girl go into that empty apartment. Yeah, take something. Uh, a box uh, right. of possessions and then he tracks you know follows them tracks them down to this party uh-huh. and then you know tries to find her but then you know f- uh finds another person and then right. tries to investigate further just you know uh-huh. getting beat up along the way here and there there's also um, like these weird points of so at one point he like kind of beats up a kid yeah yeah like, he does i mean so there's he walks up to him and punches him in the face yeah shoves an egg in his face in his yeah. mouth and then punches him again kicks another kid yeah yeah, yeah so uh, i think it's because they they key his car or key a car. yes is it his car i think it's i think it car. is his car it is his car okay. well and then you know they're throwing eggs at yeah. other cars too so, on the street. so I, he, that's how he finds them right <laughs> so i guess i guess it's like warranted in a sense but like yeah you're really like this guy is wild, dude. He um, is. He is. I mean, yeah, it's pretty frustrating that your, you know, your car <laughs> uh-huh. stuff like that. It's funny, and that these jerk kids are going around yeah. doing this. And but, 
I mean, who steps up to, <laughs> right. to a young kid and punches him right in the face and uh-huh. just, you know, beats beats up the other one too? It's yeah. pretty wild. But it's like, yeah, there's all that kind of stuff happening. And then, you know, if you kind of just, when I try to think of this movie as a whole, I'm like, what is going on? But then, you, you know, you as you're watching, you're like, okay, these things are all, all connected. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. What else? Uh, what, um, what, when did you... At what point were you like hooked, or 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 did that happen to you? I I did I did get hooked uh, when watching the movie. That's why I finished it. Yeah. Um, that's- <laughs> <laughs> um I have to say, uh, probably after she goes missing, uh, the yeah. neighbor. Because, I mean, you know, once that happens, you want to find out. Oh, where did she go? What happened? Is she yeah. dead, or is, you know, was she just kidnapped, or where is she now, and stuff? So, I mean, I I, I love. Uh, murder mysteries or any kind of any, any kind of movie like that mm-hmm. um so so i was hooked you know right away even though this movie just had some crazy stylistic choices which i liked but they were um they were a bit uh strange and and could be uh considered confusing but but i was hooked um right after she goes missing and andrew garfield's character sam is like you know where is she i gotta figure it out and he starts tracking mm-hmm. her down and everything so i i was hooked pretty early on um I think this movie does a, a good job in keeping you hooked as well because you know of course the mystery of where she is yeah doesn't happen until the end of the film but sometimes in these murder mysteries you're like oh you know I just get to the point already I you mm-hmm. know all these side quests and everything are just you know just making it so confusing or boring yeah. we just want to know what happens and they'll just read an article online about it or something or just skip to uh-huh. the end of the movie this one I was fully invested in the whole time because there's so much going on yeah. and I really wanted to see how all of these other stories collided together right? Um, and then told this overall narrative. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And every, like, all the characters are so, like, paranoid, too. Like, yeah. everybody, yeah. like, how you were kind of saying, like, everybody's <clears throat> kind of weird or has, like, a secret yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very... Uh, and even kind of going back to the title, like under the Silver Lake, like there, it's, it's like a, all, kind of below the surface level or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I find that real interesting. Um, I also like how there's like, um, you know, there's like the 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 mystery aspect of this or like um, not you saw Knives Out, right? I did. Yeah, I loved it. And like, I feel like, you know, so that the these are like genre films i'd say um, yeah for sure for sure it's a whodunit yeah it's a whodunit at the very least and sometimes i feel like that can feel like you know and maybe these are like that's the that's the entirety of the film is you know that thing but it just it also just feels like a good movie you know what i mean <laughs> the pirate guy dude. <laughs> um yeah i was just saying like these are like definitely like genre films but you feel like or I feel at least like it just feels like a good movie too. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Yeah, yeah. I don't like know. you could say this is a good murder mystery. This is a good whodunit. But also, this is a good just general movie to sit down and watch. Is that what you're yeah, kind of getting totally. at? Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to skip ahead to like kind of like the these like uh, parties. Um, yeah. There's like yeah. that. The first party he goes to. There's this. Um, red bathroom and that really made me yes. think of uh uh the shining 
Okay, like with the the aesthetic uh, to the bathroom and everything. Yeah, just and like the confrontational nature of of the scene too. Like I feel like you know there's right. definitely some nods there um, for stuff like that. Um, cool, cool. Yeah, good comparison. Yeah, I um, I think that scene in the bathroom is, you know, it is one of those really like okay, wait, what's going on? Because uh-huh. <laughs> he confronts the girl that he sees going into the empty apartment and taking that box yeah. of possessions from his neighbor. So he's like, you know, where is this girl? Have you seen her? You know, I'm trying to find her and everything. She spits in his face. <laughs> And then he's like, no, I'm serious, and kind of shakes her and stuff. Then she kicks uh-huh. him in the groin, and <laughs> he's just, like, whimpering on the ground. Yeah, And yeah. then these girls, you know, the girls, uh, they come into the bathroom, because it is a woman's restroom. They go into right. the restroom, and they're like, what are you doing in here? This is a woman's restroom, blah, blah, blah. And then they start barking mm-hmm. at him <laughs> in a really strange yeah. way, uh, you know, like a dog. Um, which is another kind of a side story to this as well, which yeah. comes together in the end, and we'll talk about that too. But, yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. a very strange scene, but it's like, you're so intrigued because like what is going on is this all in his head is this really happening or you know is it just because of Uh the drugs that he's taking or you know yeah (laughs) what's going on here yeah yeah because and then i think uh because before is it before or after this scene where you see the neighbor girl like barking at at the pool too in his like dream i think i think that's before Yeah. yeah i'm fairly certain that's before because yeah later on he's sleeping and then a, through a dream he wakes up and sees the girl back in the in the mm-hmm. pool in the yeah, apartment yeah. complex and then she's like come on in but instead of speaking she barks and right. then, you know he gets that he has that weird face and then he wakes up and he's like oh that's yeah. just a dream earlier i was <laughs> watching a, a half in the bag you ever watch their videos no no i haven't me neither uh but but i've been told <laughs> i've been told to watch them before but so these it's like these two guys and they just like talk about movies um yeah youtube uh and they they'd pointed out that scene is like uh like a Marilyn there's a Marilyn Monroe movie um and she's like uh getting out of a pool like the same way like they basically copy those shots oh okay okay uh which which made a whole lot of sense to me um yeah yeah because this film has a lot to do with a little uh you know like old Hollywood um yeah and the starlets uh from that time and and you know femininity and, and everything yeah, I feel like there one one aspect of that too is like, um, I I didn't pick up on it necessarily, but a couple of things I'd watched on this a while ago were like, or read were kind of people like saying it's a, like kind of male gazy. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 Which like I feel like in general, just kind of every every movie is right. Or like right, it, it, right. it is, you know, directed by a dude. It's uh mm-hmm. the main character is a man so it makes sense like the point of view is a male point of view objectively right um, right but i also feel like you I mean, know he quite frankly does gaze a lot too at these women <laughs> sometimes <laughs> yeah. with binoculars yeah that's so. very true so <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just objectively like that is what's happening but it's right. like around the story i feel you know what i mean um yeah yeah and like I don't know. Yeah, like you said, like the this girl is like beating him up in the bathroom. Like, it's not yeah. like I don't know. Um, but well, in a way, this whole th- I'm glad that you brought this up. This whole idea of the male gaze from uh, Andrew Garfield's uh-huh. character's perspective is important, and he's kind of forced to do that in a way. I mean, not you know look at their butts, uh-huh. but he he 
because he wants to find out what happened to his neighbor, he's yeah. forced to follow these women, uh-huh. go to all these parties, yeah. try to investigate as much as he can, you uh-huh. know, um, and, and trying to figure it out. And you know that uh, he crosses the path, the path of um, many women, yeah, um, whom he finds attractive here and there, uh, and then from you know who he just wants answers uh, mm-hmm. from too. So it. In a way, this story, uh, this movie's story, really kind of lends a hand to this male gaze idea. So, yeah, for yeah, sure. good point. Um, uh, a little, a little after this party scene, he gets to he meets the the comic book writer, like you said. Yeah, um, yeah. And so he's in his his house, and he has all those like actor faces, you know. Yes, and it, the mold. Like this, this is the real face that they posed for, right? Uh, uh-huh. Molded on yeah, their yeah, face, yeah. and I'm like, whoa. This guy is strange. Like, yeah. immediately, like you look at his. This is this is the comic book writer talking about. Uh-huh. You look at his facial expressions. Yeah. The way his body's moving. Dude. He is paranoid. He is paranoid. He's just like super. Yeah, you got to figure this out, and you know, I got all this. I have this treasure uh-huh. map and everything yeah. too. And he completely thinks that 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 um, having these actors' faces just plastered on the wall like uh-huh. so many of them one of them is abraham lincoln right yeah yeah and and, and uh all these yes famous people and celebrities he thinks that's completely normal and he's like right. you know i gotta i gotta have a family so i can pass these down that to was me. so funny to me because down to that, them yeah. i like literally wrote that line down because yeah he's like at first he says i really need to get a family and then you're kind of like okay he's realizing how sad this is that like yeah like his this, life all this yeah. effort <laughs> yeah and then he says to leave all these two and yeah yeah like, and that, okay, that, that made uh, me crack up a bit. yeah yeah so, <laughs> just like, okay so no he's still a little crazy uh-huh. uh he's not really into that self-realization yet yeah <laughs> uh but yeah then i feel like uh, kind of around that you see like he's pointing out like the old ads and like the codes yeah. and and i think that's you know it's our it's already shown up before that too but like at that point it's really starting to feel like um you know that you you get that overall feeling of like oh this has been in the works for a while like this yeah. is this is like yeah. a deeper older kind of thing um yeah it's not just kidnapping or you know it's not just mm-hmm. someone killing dogs it's not someone just kidnapping you know women or people in general it, this goes deeper into this overall kind of philosophy of what hollywood's about or what silver right, lake is right. about and, and society in general so yeah for sure and you talked about um, you mentioned codes, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of a big part of this movie. Andrew Garfield's character, um, before any of this kind of happened, he was already doing some decoding. Uh, he talked about yeah, you know yeah. you know play records backwards, and uh-huh. there's these satanic codes, and then he's he started, got like the system it, on his record player with like he uh, turns the arm yeah. upside down, puts a can yeah. the record on top of the can exactly. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, which is, you know, he's dedicated yeah, <laughs> to doing sure, this and figuring this sure. out. And um, I think you talked about was it Wheel of Fortune? Um, oh, Vanna White, uh, and she she looks yeah, to the left yeah. and then to the front again. Is that random? Yeah. So yeah. that's that's something. That's something. Uh-huh. Like that's a code. When, yeah, yeah. yeah. So getting, he mentions uh, that too when he's doing the skunk bath. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's getting he's getting a rub down with to tomato actors. juice because he got sprayed by a skunk yeah. too, which is. Which is just another misfortune <laughs> for this uh-huh. guy uh, throughout the movie, um, but yeah, yeah. So coding is is really really important because he's. It's strange that he's already doing this uh, before he realizes that coding goes along with uh, mm-hmm. 
with figuring out where this where his neighbor went too. So he's right. already kind of invested in that. So once he um, figures out there there is some kind of coding in in this band that um, plays at all these parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's you know he gets a record and he plays it backwards, figures out some codes, and then the story kind of takes a little bit of a side a side uh, quest, mm-hmm. but again. It feels like a side quest, but it, it comes together yeah. in this overall narrative too. So, uh, what do you think about the the coding in the movie? Um, I think it's cool. I definitely think it's cool. I think it's a yeah. fun thing to do. Um, I like the mode in which it's happening, like with the music and the you know yeah. they're handing out like seven inch records at a party. Like, yeah, that's just kind of like fun to For me for free too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> and so the concert was free you just had to bring a cookie yeah um, your ticket which was a cookie right and, uh-huh. and then eat it or so i give oh it's supposed to be just take a bite right, um, right so yeah very interesting it's it that's i think that's the point where i started to feel like this is a real kind of a cult going on here because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know this is a supposed to be a professional band i guess you know they're making yeah. record labels and everything um and you know they're playing at all these venues but they're not charging anybody to get in or it charging anybody for their like, it's very like um like 60s to me how it's like um yeah it's like and the cookie is like dosed with something you yeah know, it's yeah, this like party LSD or something yeah crazy. like and it's very yeah. like man we're just the band we're just here to play yeah. for you <laughs> yeah. guys like just come hang out um what what is like, their name jesus and the ladies jesus of dracula or something the Brides of Dracula, yeah. Brides of Dracula, yeah. The, set, Crazy the record just happened to be right on screen when you asked that, so I'm like, oh, oh perfect, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. I really, I like the 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 music in this too. I kind of touched on real quick before. Yeah. It's very cool, uh, and it comes into play a lot more. Like the, I, don't, Ooh, I yeah. guess we, we're addressing it the whole time here, but you know, it's centered kind of around a band, uh, but like there's like. It opens with that cool um, uh, 60s kind of, you know, little love song. Um, yeah. There's a couple, like, cool REM songs. Um, and even, like, the band that the movie band is kind of, like, 90s sounding. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Get that vibe. You can just really tell, like, what, like the director's age, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Like That's a maybe cool style he moved to there. L.A. in like the early 2000s <laughs> or something. And like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it just feels like, uh, uh, you know, you can tell what he's into, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. I actually, I'm, a, I'm kind of a big fan of when directors take their interests and implement it into these films. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's a little obvious. Uh-huh. In this case, I don't. I don't think it's super obvious. Um, like you said, you could notice it, uh-huh. but the way that it fits the story is so well, and and, and the way yeah. that it's crafted, and the band, like how they're interacting with other people mm-hmm. and everything, it's 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 like it perfectly. You know, the 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 plot of this uh, of the movie and his interest just align perfectly. So he's like, yeah, yeah I'm just gonna, I'm gonna throw this in there because I uh-huh. can. Uh, the story is perfect for this. So yeah, right. Super. Yeah, cool. and it fits. It does fit with like. Um, with the characters too where like he has like the Kurt Cobain poster above his bed and like right. so you can obviously tell that like the characters into this stuff too I- I'm at a point right here now where he like because the he meets these girls and the pirate dude at like 
some premiere in a graveyard. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And she's also like a prostitute or, or something. Um, is that the correct term at this point? Right. Right. So she's she's in these indie indie movies or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she also turns out to be a call girl because uh, he finds her ad in, in the newspaper. Yeah. And, and stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So interesting. But even in this scene, he's like, uh, he's wearing like a very Kurt Cobain sweater and stuff, um, which I'd imagine is, is pretty intentional. Um, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, so <laughs> I, um, you mentioned the pirate dude. Um, do mm-hmm. want to talk about him for a second? Yeah, he yeah. shows up in what one, two, maybe three scenes in the movie, uh-huh. and then he's gone. Like he, mm-hmm. he's like this weird, mysterious yeah. character who. It's so weird because whenever he shows up on the screen, this w- music plays. That's uh, <laughs> I didn't it, notice that. It's it's it gets exciting for a second. And, uh-huh. and, and like dangerous and exciting, but it's so quick yeah, yeah. because he's on the screen to close a door or to quickly grab a bag and it's gone. So that's it's, funny. It's so dude. strange. I didn't notice yeah. that at all. It's that's hilarious. Well, well, one, it's weird that he's dressed as a pirate. You know, he has the pirate hat. Right. He has the crazy beard. He has the eye patch. And everything. I'm just. I don't think he had a sword or a pirate. Oh, sorry, a, uh-huh. a parrot. But um, it, it, it's like okay, what is? what is this because no one else in the movie is dressed like that so it's not like oh this yeah. is a trend this is for a party this is weird and and then i feel like he calls him out as like he asks somebody about the pirate guy yeah or yeah, like yeah, yeah 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 exactly exactly yeah i think um when he he um finds that girl who uh was in that movie that they were watching he's like uh so you got into a car with this pirate guy. Um, uh-huh. Who is he? She's like, I don't know. He was just there. It was like for a second yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> but I find it's it funny. so weird that whenever he's on screen, Andrew Garfield's face is like, oh, oh my God, that's the guy. Mm-hmm. And then that yeah, music yeah. starts playing and then it cuts because it's really, really short and everything. But right. So he has those few scenes and then he's gone. I don't think his character gets a resolution. Uh, that's funny I feel like that totally there's totally like those types of people though that kind of like you'll kind of like see around and it's almost like they're not really friends with anybody but they kind of just show up to stuff and you're it's like almost like a mystery (laughs) yeah it's like this guy's like a floater like he just comes around dressed like a pirate and (laughs) Uh (laughs) random guy yeah cool cool so um let's get into something a bit bigger here um so we talked yeah, about coding we talked about music now this all comes together when andrew garfield uh figures out a code that tells mm-hmm. him to rub james dean's head uh the statue at griffith observatory and then wait mm-hmm. under the isaac newton statue yes he does that so this is big this is a big this is turn, big yeah, this is big so yeah yeah some spoilers here so he does that a homeless king approaches him takes mm-hmm. him to some underground tunnel um and then he, he finds like a room there you know with the bed yep. kitchen or whatever um and he's like oh is this is a bomb shelter like this this does this mean war is going to happen soon nuclear war and this is where someone is going to be hiding out um mm-hmm. so he figures that part out then he starts to learn a few more things that that deal with these bunkers then mm-hmm. it all comes to this like conclusion but not at the end of the movie so Mm -hmm. this this kind of part of this music and coding and underground tunnels comes to somewhat of a conclusion when he meets this guy in this big mansion this really old guy and Mm -hmm. there um 
this guy tells him, explains to him that he has written pretty much every popular song in in the history, or since he was alive, basically, uh, whether that's jingles. Yeah, he says, like, I, I wrote, you know, the songs that you grew up on, your parents yeah. and your grandparents. Exactly, like, exactly. At least back to like the fifties, it seems like he's yeah he's written popular music. Right, right, right. So it was uh, he gave examples, you know, some uh, was it Backstreet Boys or something? Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because Backstreet so Boys. so this is a really cool sequence actually because he's playing the yeah. piano as Andrew Garfield uh-huh. walks in, and you know Andrew Garfield he wants an explanation for what's going on. You know, what is all this? Who are you? And he's just uh-huh. casually this old man casually playing this piano and then as he starts explaining this master plan of writing every uh-huh. song with which uh he explains there's codes in all of these songs um, right he's playing the song and then it turns into a backstreet boy song or it turns into a tv jingle yeah. from the 80s and then it turns into another one song. of those like you can play these these 20 pop songs yeah. with these three chords like yeah yeah so Andrew Garfield's character Sam is getting really frustrated with this old man because he's like, no, uh-huh. you're, you're lying. Like, you're telling me that yeah. everything we grew up on is a lie and it all had these weird codes in it. He finds Kirk Cobain's electric guitar, which I is, you know, that. that's a cool, cool thing right there. Um, I like how he's like, is that Kirk Cobain's Fender Mustang? <laughs> and the guy's like, I don't know. Yeah, I have so many things. Uh, you know. Yeah, it like doesn't matter to him. Yeah. It's like the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, so that scene is... The sequence, I think, really, really cool because he's playing this music, which serves as both diegetic and non-diegetic at the same time. So, mm-hmm. quick, quick um, vocab learning thing here. If you don't know what diegetic yeah. and non-diegetic is, uh, diegetic sound means the sound that's within the th- uh, the world of the film that that the characters can hear. So Andrew Garfield, the old man, they can hear the piano playing. Mm-hmm. Right, he's singing along too at, at some parts. But also, it's this background music, which is mainly what non-diegetic uh, sound is, is this background music that audiences can hear. Um, the score or the, whatever. Yeah, the yeah. score, exactly. <clears throat> so it's weird. It's one of those unconventional things there. It, it can transition between both. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that was really, really cool um, as he's just like explaining this whole creative thing that he's uh, worked up yeah. through all of these years of songwriting. It like builds a lot of like tension really mm-hmm. well too. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, I feel like I was, I was watching some sort of interview or a panel. I think I think it might have been a can panel. Um, okay. And they, I think they mentioned this scene as being like, either one of the harder ones or cooler ones or something to film. Like it, it was a lot to do on the day with like, right. you know, because it's yeah, like you said, the music is within the scene and it's like. You know, there's a lot of moving parts with with uh, with how you know how that'd be to shoot. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then, so he he kills this man. Yeah, which he really, okay, like brutally. Yeah. Okay, first, so well, he approaches yeah, him yeah. like he's gonna hit him with the guitar with Kirk Cobain's yeah. guitar. Um, the old man tries to shoot him with a revolver, misses all six shots. Um, yep. Then he try he pulls out another pistol, fires one shot, misses. Andrew Garfield whacks him in the head, but it was so weird. And I'm sure you know, of course, this is fake because you can't really just yeah. murder an old man. But the first hit 
like that you could clearly tell i think like that was a mannequin or something because his face yeah. just completely caves in <laughs> i thought yeah. it was a little goofy because it just it's disintegrates because they like they make like his eyes do move like yeah some, yeah there yeah. was definitely some sort of, it's yeah <laughs> but yeah, it's like they're not actually that's a hollow, an old man yeah like that's a but, hollow face because it just melts yeah. when he hits him in the face with the guitar uh-huh. but yeah he brutally murders this guy this old man uh-huh. who you know, tries to kill Andrew Garfield too, but uh, yeah. he's just smacking him in the head with his guitar until it breaks, and uh-huh. of course the old man's face is just completely caved in blood everywhere. Um, yeah, yeah. So that concludes a weird, interesting chapter in a way because it it kind of concludes this whole coding and music thing that's been going on it with does, Andrew Garfield. It does. Yeah. You know, now that you say that, I think, and I I wrote in my notes. Honestly, I get lost halfway through. So now we're talking about maybe three quarters, maybe a little bit more than half, halfway. Yeah, yeah. But you ever, and I, I always say this, uh, it makes me think of like James Bond movies specifically. Right. Like there's, there's so many plot points happening and it's just long enough where at some point I'm like, wait, what, what's the goal (laughs) here now? Or like, what is this about anymore? What was that? Like, yeah, that was super cool. The codes are all super cool. But now it's like the owl woman is in his apartment. Yeah, yeah. Which that didn't really get a conclusion. Like, okay, so let's explain that yeah. for a second. So this, yeah, yeah. this woman, who it's she's either wearing an owl mask or is part owl or something. It's tough to say. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but just head. She's fully uh-huh. naked um, mm-hmm. because she's supposed to be this you know seduction person. She yeah, seduces yeah. people, men and women, but then kills mm-hmm. them. Right. Um, yep. so, which reveals that that's how the comic book writer dies too. It, it's, you know, the cops are like, oh, it was suicide, but he goes back and checks the recording. Andrew Garfield checks the yeah. security cam and shows that, oh my God, it was the owl lady that, that killed him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so she, or something, <laughs> I don't really know what she is, shows yeah. up in his apartment, probably going to kill him. I assume uh-huh. he has the gun that he stole from the old man, points yeah. it at her. She does this owl shriek escapes uh-huh. to his room and then she's nowhere to be found in his room um right and then you know the 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 cop uh, knocks on the door with the with the um landlord saying you know time to go we gave you five days uh-huh. you're being evicted and he's like oh please please it's please funny, yeah like i don't know if it's just not me paying attention or <laughs> the way that <laughs> the movie is flowing on its own yeah but I'm not even thinking about him having just killed somebody when the cop shows up. Right, at his house. right, right. Because and his like his shirt has like blood on it too. But yeah, you're like not yeah. even worried about that. Yeah, I, I like, think I think this is it's kind of like I think this is a pet peeve of mine that I you know I do to yeah, myself. Yeah. So it's kind of you know it's my fault. Um, but it's also a little fun game that I like to do is where when there's a clock ticking scenario in a movie, I yeah. like to really keep track of. Okay, is this realistic? Is this not realistic? Um, yeah, yeah. Is this so? So I was pretty aware of the days because so uh, it was noticed is um, you have five days to pay your rent or else you're gonna have to be evicted. So I was kind of paying mm-hmm. attention to how the days were going when it turned to night. Okay, new day. Okay, that's gotcha, one, gotcha. two, three, and I kind of do this with a lot of movies where even in one of my favorite movies, um, Ocean's Eleven, the 2001 remake, they said okay, 30 seconds. Excellent. 30 seconds. Yeah, right. 30 seconds um, for the power to be knocked out. And I yep. <laughs> eventually what I started yeah, to do, yeah. I timed it and 
it wasn't 30 seconds so that that's one of the you know of one course. of my favorite movies <laughs> it bugs yeah, yeah. me but um it, it's something that i really like to do um and i think that under the silver like does this well i can kind of keep track of it so when the cop shows up with uh-huh. i mean of course with the landlord there you kind of get an idea that okay of course it's eviction time that's what they're here for yeah, but yeah i like your point it kind of goes away that he just killed somebody and and yeah. you could say okay well the mansion is really secluded there's nobody there except that old man right they're all yeah, under wraps anyway but still yeah. it's like yeah he just brutally murdered this guy stole a gun too yeah so <laughs> that kind of just it makes you think of like um like american psycho you know when <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, yeah. like when he like fully uh hey, spoiler alert here <laughs> uh but when he like fully um it's funny to think that we gave a spoiler for this a spoiler warning for this movie but at this point we just can spoil anything in the whole world um but uh so but yeah when he like fully confesses at the end and he's like really paranoid he's being caught and stuff and then the next day it's like oh it's fine everything's okay (laughs) and you're kind of like wait what was that like wait a second this guy just murdered a bunch of people Mm -hmm. here so yeah, yeah good point um, you know now now it's uh now and and where i'm at i'm i'm fast forwarding also yeah 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 too, but i'm it's at the he f- after he's like gets that like last eviction warning he sees a coyote eating in the trash right and like right. the homeless man was like oh this place Follow belongs the to the coyotes yeah. we're just yeah, yeah. they'll so take you to where you want to go to a party yeah yeah another and party then, yeah and then there's like this uh you kind of overhear these characters talking and they're like yeah, she's the first one, or she's the youngest woman to have like written, directed, and sound sound engineered. Yeah, like twelve years old or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, yeah. a whole <laughs> network sitcom. Yeah, right, it's like some twelve-year-old right, right. girl. So like, like some like, weird things, and even when as he walks in, the, this girl's like, "Oh, I like your shirt," and he's just like, "What the heck?" Because it's a blank yeah. white T-shirt with a little bit of right. blood on it. <laughs> so but it's you super can tell strange. that's like so real too. Like that at like a party like this, like. To assume he's doing a fashion thing. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, check out my so, new bloodstained t-shirt. Like that, somebody would be like, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Also, just as a quick note, I noticed that he, besides the the concert with the cookie, he's never really had any trouble getting into these parties. He just shows up. Like, there's no where's your invite. Yeah. Your name's not on the list for this nightclub and stuff. He just like uh-huh. walks into this, and and, yeah, and that totally. one with the coyote. He just walks into this person's house who's having a house party. Yeah, and it's so this, strange. Like, beautiful, like home. Yeah, yeah, like, super modern too. home and everything. But he, so he meets his his ex girlfriend there, um, mm-hmm. uh, with her new fiance, and it seems as though they're having a nice, friendly conversation. He's mm-hmm. definitely crazed up and paranoid. Because he's thinking yeah, about all these yeah. other things. Again, lies about working. He's like, oh, yeah, it works great. You know, it's it's, it's right. great and everything. Um, and she's, a, I guess, a model. Uh, the uh-huh. ex-girlfriend's a model. And so this is the point where uh, I know I was doing a, 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 some research on this film is that this, is, this movie is about Andrew Garfield's character, Sam, getting over a bad breakup with okay. this girlfriend, uh, this ex-girlfriend. Now... I find that a little interesting because, and the articles I read, they gave some pretty good points on it because, you know, the neighbor is like, is the girlfriend that he's trying to chase after this whole time, Mm -hmm. after a breakup, um, after the split, you could say. Um, Yeah, yeah. But I I don't know if I fully believe that because the ex-girlfriend, or when you realize that is the ex-girlfriend, comes into like really late in the game. 
uh, in the movie. She, yeah. She's kind of towards the end, and then I guess people kind of notice that, okay, maybe this is what Garfield's character is about. Like, he's trying to chase after this relationship that yeah. just didn't work out, and, you know, she's moving on to this 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 other guy now, too. So, you know, strange scene. Yeah, it is, and I feel like that's a good point. I didn't pick up on that on my own. Me, yeah, me But it, it does seem, now that you mention it, kind of one of those things where, yeah, you almost assign that meaning after the fact. Right, right, Or, right. like, to search for, like... Because when you, when you said in the beginning, you're like, what's your logline for this? What's yours... How would you describe this story in, like, a sentence or two? I'm kind of like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, there's the surface yeah. mystery thing. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you're not entirely sure, like, what he's about, mm-hmm. like what he's searching for like yeah. as like a person mm-hmm. like which what is which real is, too in this movie yeah, because i think another totally. another kind of thing that comes from this movie is the idea of unreliable uh, narration which is uh-huh. what we get from a lot of movies coming out now too i think yeah. uh, joker was a big one uh, from 2019 uh-huh. of being this unreliable narrator you don't know if and you know it's not specifically the person narrating the film but it's what you see through their eyes is that real is that imagination is that a dream so i Mm -hmm. think there's a lot of that with with andrew garfield's character as well right what's going on is he just tripping you know is he is he kind of just imagining this um or is this actually happening to me i think even he sometimes can't believe what he's seeing so that's why he mm-hmm. kind of questions himself, his own his own reality too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, and so at this point, you know what what you just said about like reality or not. Um, oh, now there's the part after that party where he like goes swimming with this girl in the reservoir. Right, 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 right. She gives him the the code bracelet. Yeah, she gets killed. She's killed. Yeah, and that her death. Re- is like the Playboy cover. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. the woman floating upside down in the water. Right. Which is you know one of those like I said those strings in the beginning like the Kurt Cobain poster and then he's then there's the guitar and the songs and yeah you know the Playboy yeah, cover and then this girl dies that way. Um, so at, you know at this point we're kind of I think we're kind of coming full circle on on the movie we're starting yeah. to wrap up yeah. at yeah. least. Um, but you know like you said. Uh, and to to kind of go back to the beginning too, there's the whole dog murderer thing. Yeah, and that keeps showing up, and you're kind of like, that, what is that? Yeah, that's another what? side story, another side quest. So yeah, so it it seems as though someone or something keeps murdering puppies, mm-hmm. murdering dogs around around yeah. this LA neighborhood. And there's a, and I really like that. Um, there are so many of these lost dog posters posted around yeah. you know like yeah uh, poles uh, traffic lights and stuff but they're sometimes uh-huh. they are you know center frame because that's what the scene is about but other times it's just in the background off to the side blurred out mm-hmm. but you can still tell what it is i love that world yeah, building yeah. because you really have a sense of yeah all of these dogs are going missing you know but the fact that it's uh-huh. in the background but but framed so well i think is is genius yeah, because yeah. it really sets this this world of danger for dogs and people in, in this movie right yeah it's like one of those simple things but it, it does feel it does feel like a cool little detail yeah um and you know like i said in the back half here i start to get a little lost uh, right. on specifics and exact mm-hmm. flow 
but yeah yeah he gets the bracelet he he puts the maps together he's got all this nintendo stuff yeah i, I guess yeah. i guess i also just stopped talking about my dog murder thing but i think i'm walking toward it now um yeah 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 but so this code stuff and i didn't think this on my own i thought of all right i i'm thinking this now because of that uh half in the bag video but it's like at this point he still is doing code stuff yeah. but it's like it kind of doesn't make sense anymore with <laughs> right, with right, where right. it brings him you yeah, know what i mean yeah that like this cult like you know is just it just seems like such a long walk that like <laughs> these yeah. like these pretty girls are like doing all this nintendo power magazine (laughs) research or whatever you know what i mean which i also i find weird that he gets two coordinates yeah yeah. and it's what is like h6 to g4 something something like that right yeah like a chess like a chess board yeah yeah and so he maps it out on the nintendo thing and then he puts Uh a map of silver like over that yeah. like an overlay kind of thing so he knows okay well this is the coordinate for this so it's like weird that he gets two and i'm like okay so i'm guessing he goes to the second coordinate but what was the first coordinate about like because it's like huh starts here go to this one so i'm like okay so yeah, did they yeah. move or something and like this whole base of operations <laughs> That's very funny so i thought it was weird that it wasn't just one coordinate saying okay yeah. just go here this is the place that's um, interesting but yeah yeah so so another kind of section of, of coding so we kind of concluded the music code stuff with that old guy yeah. that he just crushes right um, but now, now we got some some, new, some new stuff where we get talking about real life uh coordinates real life uh places that he needs to go to to find his answers you know what this makes me think of too is like how in a way like I feel like I've seen like memes or whatever or like just just people pointing out the fact that like if you add like a functioning cell phone to like any movie <laughs> it's over. Like, yes. Yes. The amount of movies yes. that you could ruin by I've just handing that a character, yeah. you know. It's like, "Oh and my like, god, I got to I got to tell this person about this important meeting. If they go to it, they're going to be dead." It's like, "Oh, just give them a call. Movie over." <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I feel like in a way that makes me feel like that's why there's so many like period movies now yeah because it takes that element out of it yeah because like you know you set you set something in 2020 and you either have to do some gimmicky like oh all the cell phone towers are down (laughs) yeah 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 or like oh man i dropped my phone in the toilet yeah and now nobody will let me borrow i don't have any rice to put it in (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. so and this movie is definitely set like in a modern time i don't yeah. know how many how many cell phones you're seeing or how that's a good it point really yeah. dates itself yeah he in I any specific he ha- way he, he has a smartphone right because it looks like when yeah, he ever answers his phone it's like an iphone or something yeah he does talk on the phone a little bit yeah yeah you're, you're right um but either way i feel like you know not to fully take the fun out of the codes and the nintendo right, magazines right, and right, stuff right, but right. it's like i feel like those nostalgia grabs are for that effect of like all right, well, either he's going to research a lot on his phone yeah. or he's going to, you know what I mean? And I, I think it's a, I think it's a good touch of both. But, but anyway, now he's like at this, he's found the cult. Yeah, yeah. So we got to the point and, where he tracks down the, these people, mm-hmm. right? They're all dressed in white in this weird yeah. little shack. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in this, in this, was it uh, Mount uh, Hollywood area? Probably yeah. yeah. Or he can still he can see the Hollywood sign from their place. 
but it's yeah in yeah the it's mountains, a ra- yeah it's around there yeah, yeah that's right that's right yeah so that scene but, uh, is is crazy so he walks in with the gun still that he stole from the old man that he murdered <laughs> just fully full, yeah. full paranoia yeah. mode he's like you know what because because okay so he sees the girl that stole that box from from his neighbor's house right because he's been yeah, yeah. he's been trying to track down the two for a while too because yeah, she's in girls too you ever watch girls uh no i haven't very good so yeah she did actually look familiar so i think maybe it was from yeah like uh me seeing a, a promo for that show or something yeah so, yeah, so 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 he finds her and her two friends and this guy who you know beard long hair who i i've seen him in so many things i just can't remember what his name is and what i've seen him in so I, i'll look it up later but uh-huh. um yeah so yeah, yeah. so he's he's there he's like this wise figure and he's like you know uh, so so andrew garfield asked him about the bunkers that he saw what are the tunnels is there a war coming what's going on and he goes like oh no that's not a that's not a bunker it's a tomb uh-huh. and they're like wait you're gonna just you know you're dying and you're gonna go down there's like no it's it's for us to ascend to the next world and then i'm like uh-huh. okay this is where it gets really strange you know yeah, uh, i yeah. mean just the way that the, the aesthetic of that scene is really crazy because there's like these these posts that lead to this shack in the middle mm-hmm. of this kind of valley in between the mountains and then they're all dressed in white of course sitting cross-legged mm-hmm. you know doing i guess some kind of prayer or something you know having their tea yeah something something and I, some, I, yeah. whatever cult people do <laughs> right yeah. and i actually two in real the quick want to talk about that tea because i'm like as soon as he's like have some tea i'm like don't drink the tea it's poison or it's not. drug yeah, or yeah, something yeah. and of course he ends up drinking it and you know uh-huh. passes out because he gets uh, tripped up or something and i'm like come on yeah, you know yeah. characters protagonists don't don't take the thing that never yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know have a cookie eat the, you know don't do, do that. not take liquids <laughs> from a man in a white robe yeah yeah who looks strange with with women around him yeah so so he so this guy explains that the woman he's been looking for his neighbor uh is in one of these tombs um waiting mm-hmm. to ascend with um with two other girls and a guy who was like the face of LA who his story too is like you know everyone's kind of searching for him cuz he was kidnapped in a way he's mm-hmm. been missing uh fakes his own death uh and fakes the death of of the neighbor and the two other girls too um right. and they they go down to this tomb to ascend to eventually reach mm-hmm. that point which is strange because all they're doing is like watching TV playing games eating dinner and stuff <laughs> so it's really strange I really <laughs> like the how she's on the phone with him yeah. But it's also like a, a FaceTime video chat. Yeah. But she's on like a landline. Yeah, and she's super like, weird. She's like, I'm going to go to the other room. Can you hang this up when I get there? <laughs> yeah. And then like there's the whole scene of like the girl. Just waiting Just there. like holding the phone. Yeah. And then she's like, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, like, yeah. So, so, like, so. <laughs> I feel like that's a very like one of those like kind of old callback kind of things too where like just nostalgia trip you know what i mean yeah 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 just like that yeah Uh so yeah so the guy uh the guy in white uh tells andrew garf okay yeah we can call her so he calls her up she's down in the tomb they're talking and he's like you made a big mistake and and she's like well you know you just kind of you just met me so you've been searching for me this whole time and like i think that's what a lot of audience members were thinking too is like dude this guy just just met her they had you know a kiss they drank they were watching a tv show or something and i think he's like I've I've been looking everywhere for you. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. she's like, really? we just met. And then you can kind of see he's like, 
oh yeah i guess so like, <laughs> yeah it's like i guess i wildly misinterpreted her relationship yeah it's right like, did i just do all this for nothing like this is uh-huh. a failure or something yeah right. so he gets that realization then he tries to convince her like you know you're gonna die down there like all this ascension stuff like that's yeah that's yeah. nothing like this uh-huh. is crazy and she has this moment of you know maybe he's right you're like do you think i made a mistake that's where she, she asks him and he's like yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, I can't get out, so bye. Because <laughs> there's no like getting out of the tomb. Um, no, yeah, yeah. What, a, what a healthy way to deal with that. Yeah. Just like, oh, there's no way out, so I guess I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, so he hangs up. And then, but then he then he kind of, like, looks up, too, for, and that's when he sees the Hollywood sign. Oh, right, like, right, 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 right. Like, yeah. I feel like he has the same thing. And I don't, you know, I don't know if they really tell us exactly what he does for a living or whatever. Nothing. It, <laughs> yeah, it almost... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, it is kind of like... Uh, it, you know, like I said, I feel like the director definitely put himself in this movie. Yeah. And it's... To me, it looks like one of those kind of, like, you know, like, the Hollywood system, like, right. eats women up or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, one, once you're in, you're kind of stuck, like, and he's already put so much into this that, like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm just here, too. Like, yeah, so actually speaking to that um that's a good point because during this scene where he's you know he hangs up with the girl and he's like uh okay now what um and this you know the the guy is still talking to him about ascending and enlightenment and everything i'm like okay wait yeah yeah is he gonna ask to become a part of their cult and 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 go into a tomb with three girls and wait to ascend because his life is such a yeah, failure. Yeah. He's gonna get evicted anyway. Um, the 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 police officer. Yeah, totally. And the landlord gave him one more day. So he, during this day, he's still trying to investigate. So I'm like, wait, is he gonna just like give up and say, okay, I'm gonna be a part of your club now? How do I get in? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see too many people um, uh, and articles online agreeing with that. But I just I had that feeling for a second. It's like, okay, his life is That's such funny. a failure. Maybe like I didn't go there either. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's like, um okay well i mean the life sounds pretty good watch tv downstairs you know and <laughs> just yeah. do whatever um so i was like is he gonna say it? so he doesn't he drinks the tea stupidly and then mm-hmm. passes out um because you know it was, it was laced with something and then um so he gets chains, chained up by the homeless king who makes a triumphant return uh-huh. who this, yeah, yeah, this guy yeah. is crazy um so this is where the dog killer stuff kind of comes back into it right Right. So he finds. Right. So here's, he here's finds where some, I was going. Yeah, he, fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, we're bringing it back, man. We're bringing it back. Like yeah, no, yeah. Like, yeah, no. Like I said, all these side quests seem weird at first, but they all kind of come together in a weird conclusion as yes. well. So, um, the homeless king chains him up, right, in this basement or something. He uh, mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield wakes up, and the homeless king is like, "Why do you have these dog biscuits in your pocket?" Like he's angry at him, like. Are you the dog yeah. killer? Like he's he didn't he doesn't say that, but he's insinuating that with his tone, and he's holding the dog yeah, biscuits. Yeah. Like, what are you doing with these? He starts screaming at him, and he's like, uh-huh. then he starts talking about, well, you know, it was my girlfriend. Uh, she had a dog, and you know, I really liked her, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to get back to her. I've been chasing her this whole time. And I think this is where that theory comes in too, of yeah, the neighbor being his ex girlfriend because his ex girlfriend had a dog or something, and. He's okay. just trying to hold on to it as much as he can. That's kind of like what he was explaining to the homeless kings. Like, I was just really trying to hang uh-huh. on to this thing. It was failing. Right, right. Um, and the homeless king's like, oh, okay, that seemed pretty genuine. Okay, you can go. Uh-huh. You can go. Yeah. 
But I feel like, and maybe this is where I'm like weird at reading movies where like I didn't pull that out of it. Yeah. But I was kind of like, well, okay, so he is the dog murderer. Yes. Yeah. That's um, that's kind of like what it's framed as. Yeah. And that's what I was kind of getting at a little while ago where you kind of mentioned like, where is the reality? Right. And right, right. he's an unreliable source in a way because we never see him kill a dog no yeah so you're missing a lot of it you're missing a big point of the film yeah because it's like his own ignorance about himself and then you're like oh well what else is he creating or leaving out or whatever yeah Um, yeah 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 so that's a good point because yeah so we never see him actually commit a murder on a dog um he has right. a few dreams about dogs, right? <laughs> Especially with the girls barking at him and, and everything, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, he has this weird relationship with uh, uh-huh. the neighbor's dog uh, when he when he first, right. first meets uh, the dog and everything. Um, so it's it's really strange. Um, but it's really, it's not, in a way, it's not really resolved. Like, okay, you find out it's him. and um, uh-huh. But it's not like, you know, he gets put away for killing killing all these dogs so yeah is he still out there murdering these dogs and he uh-huh. doesn't again he doesn't really realize that's what's happening with himself too right <laughs> so yeah the movie ends shortly after that um uh-huh and it's yeah it's just a strange wild ride throughout because there's so many different stories in it i like how it ends with him hooking up with the neighbor the oh the, the, older the old lady, lady that she's been or that he's been uh, spying on with his binoculars <laughs> yeah the topless uh balcony woman and like and at first i was kind of like oh that's like a funny little cherry on top where he's kind of yeah. like oh i guess i'll go after um whatever's in front of me yeah because my life is pretty much over here i'm, right. I'm getting kicked and out today which i didn't I didn't even think of when <laughs> while it's happening, yeah. but then afterward he walks out on her her lanai or whatever, and then he sees the the yeah. landlord in his apartment. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he just like right. escaped. His, yeah. So I'm like, okay, so is he just gonna or, live with this old lady for forever, or she's he is had she cool such cool stuff and like yeah. a sick record player <laughs> yeah. and and all this stuff all in his apartment? He's just leaving a bunch of guitars. Yeah, um, that's hilarious. Speaking of the old lady though, she has that that uh, parrot who squawks yeah, throughout yeah. the film but yeah i missed what the parrot was saying there was a lot of theories within the film of what the parrot was saying do you have any idea um what, what i don't is? have any idea i kind of forgot yeah. about that detail but now i'm but yeah he and he's like what is it saying and she's like i don't know i don't right? know does, does that happen <laughs> yeah yeah so it's strange i don't know if it's that's, maybe it's another code funny, or something that you have to decode yeah, to find maybe, out the meaning of it and, or maybe it's like just the idea of like Hey, sometimes there's not an answer to that stuff. That's a good point. Like, yeah, where yeah. you'd think like, oh, if anybody's gonna know what this parrot's saying, it's the it's the owner, the woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like, so it just it doesn't mean yeah. anything. That's a good point. Um, and that's kind of something that you and I talk about just in general with people reading movies a little too far, yeah. right? Like, okay, sometimes yeah. a tree is a tree. It's not this whole metaphor for life, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Um, maybe the leaf yeah, is green because it's just the, the, sometimes the it is it... what it is. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the spot they decided to stand <laughs> on, on yeah. set. Like, it's not representative just... of the whole cultural system or something right. crazy. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so sometimes these 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 simple things can be overanalyzed, um, which is fun to do because, you know, you get these cool theories and, and everything. But at the same time, it stresses yeah, totally. you out because you're like, oh, I got to figure this out now. Why is it like this and everything? Uh-huh. That's a good point because the yeah. bird can represent something that you really want it to mean something but at the end it's just a bird squawking right so yeah, it, it's totally it's, it's a bird doing what a bird does so yeah. yeah good point good point so yeah the film ends with him life is still kind of crazy because he gets kicked out he's living with this older mm-hmm. lady we assume <laughs> maybe who, yeah, yeah who, who knows? knows um maybe he's still killing some dogs here and there um uh-huh. and that the guy with the, the three girls, I guess, went to their tomb and ascended or something. So, yeah, we have to we should hope. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, so this know. movie is a yeah, major, what's their plan? Did major they... roller coaster because it, it, it starts off as a guy just doing his thing, you know, having a rough life, spying on women and women and everything. Um, turns into a murder mystery, turns into this weird cult movie with the devil and Jesus and, and everything, too. Um, and then it all comes to a really strange conclusion about enlightenment to whatever crazy world that they were talking about. Because actually Andrew Garfield was like, wait, are you talking about heaven? Like you die and go to heaven, like religiously. And it's like, no, we're going to another world, man, a better world, you know? And it's like, (laughs) this guy is like crazy, especially the aesthetic of that scene too, with all the white, uh, clothing and like his beard and his mm-hmm. long shoulder or her shoulder length hair but it's like all right. gray and everything too right and he's just like this hippie dude but I also like a really so. strong cult like yeah. leader kind of thing it's like super I feel strange like yeah. i would uh you know recommend it to almost anybody but i wouldn't expect everybody to enjoy it and i might even i might give that caveat too because yeah it is I, and i don't really know why but like you know, just from like reading yeah. reviews and stuff, like it, it does seem kind of polarizing. Um, even like I remember at, at school, like a year or more yeah, ago, yeah, 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 like explaining this movie or saying I liked it or saying I was excited for it. I definitely don't think it's for everybody. I recommend yeah. it to like just about anybody, but I don't expect that everybody would like it. But even like yeah. at school, I remember like a year or more ago. I was either like saying I was excited for this to come out or that I watched it and I liked it. And I remember like somebody whose, whose opinion I respect. Um, and a lot of times kind of aligns with mine, with my movie opinion. Um, like really was not interested in it or like really disliked it or thought it just looked stupid. And I was kind of like, huh, that's weird. (laughs) And like, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, it definitely is not for everybody, but I I have yeah. a tough time specifically placing why that is, I guess. Right. I mean, I think that this movie is very specific, um, the kind of audience it wants to reach. Um, yeah. Even if you like murder mysteries still, this movie might, not, you might not enjoy it because like we said, it is part murder mysteries, part whodunit, but it's also a really... This movie has has a strange vibe throughout, and it's yeah. definitely not for everybody to kind of digest so easily and everything. Right? Yeah, so, there's a ton going on, and it can be like, confusing, like you said. Yeah, 
Yeah, so, I mean, if you do want to watch it and you do like it, maybe it's worth a couple watches so that, you know, uh, you can really get an idea of what this yeah, is going. I, think, I feel uh, like I've this seen about. this movie like three or four times now. And, and, right, uh, right. I, I'm, I'm getting new stuff each time I see it. It's, it's funny because, like, it does seem like people don't really like it. And I'm like, this is one of my favorite movies. And I'm like, <laughs> what, is that, what does that right. say about me? What does that mean? Right. Well, I think we all have one of those movies, at least yeah. one, that we're like, Oh, I love this, and everyone's like, "Are you dumb? This is yeah. this is a terrible movie." You uh-huh. know, so I mean, it, that's that's just out there in the movie industry and yeah. everything. And you know, everyone has their own opinions, yeah. and we like to respect that too. Um, so yeah, um, I think that's we've covered uh, and, and uh, done a pretty good analysis. I think of, the, of this. Yeah, film. I think that's good a, discussion here. That's a deep dive um, for you. That's one, a deep dive. Yeah, one line the, that I uh, I wrote oh, yeah, down go ahead. that I I really thought this line was funny that I we just didn't get to um was there was the you know the girl with balloons all over her yeah 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 and like she helps Sam find the the songwriter yeah i also love how the names of the characters are just those descriptions there's like the yeah, actress the yeah, balloon yeah. girl the songwriter balloon girl yeah um, yeah yeah but that's a good point yeah, yeah because when like, you're watching yeah, well, I like you said, I watch this on Amazon uh, yeah. Prime, and when you're watching it, you can hover your mouse over the screen, and then it'll show the cast and like right. the character name picture with them too. And yeah, it's like pirate guy, um, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, songwriter, balloon girl, yeah, just that the general. actress. But um, yeah, yeah, I forget if he like asks her or if they're just kind of talking about like their careers or something. But she's like, yeah, I was on a soap opera between the ages of five and six months old. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like I got at that, first I you're like, kind of like okay for a year of her life, and then you're like oh for a month. No, no, no. She's six like months. Baby. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought <laughs> no, I, I like, got that too. I thought she when when she first said that, I thought she said it backwards, like six months to five years old. Uh-huh. But then I'm like, no, no, no. She means five months to six months. She was on the soap opera for a month as a, as a, as a baby. Yeah, and she's like still kind of <laughs> Super like funny. banking off that and entitled yeah, about yeah, it yeah. and yeah. like getting into these Hollywood parties and stuff where like her yeah, claim to fame is like actor. so minor, but like <laughs> it's enough. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I um, I definitely was kind of caught off guard with that that yeah. line too when she first said it. But yeah, yeah. Good, good for bringing that up. Um, um, but yeah, yeah what, so do you have any other closing thoughts or, or are you kind of, uh, I, I think, yeah. So just to close or kind of conclude of what we said. So, and we've said this so many times already, but this is a wild movie. Very interesting though. Um, uh-huh. intense, a lot of danger throughout, which, you know, helps the audience too. I think, um, they want to feel like they're participating in this movie. Yeah, so they're, totally. they're feeling with that danger as well is, is pretty good. A um, little bit of comedy here and there too. So um, yeah, overall, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, I I I'd probably recommend it, like you said. Not sure if everyone would like it, but um, yeah, pretty good. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of like how we're gonna do our deep dive episodes. I think um, yep. we actually did a little bit of a live commentary too, like how you were having the movie playing in the background. I like that. That was that's pretty yeah, cool. Th- so um, I'm usually pretty pretty forgetful with a lot of plot points. So, uh, <laughs> right, right, right. I just needed a little boost. But um, so yeah. Um, but you know, for future uh, deep dives, we might be doing some some of these more unheard of films. But we also mm-hmm. might be doing some mainstream films too. I, I reckon. Yeah. So I, I think that we'll we'll definitely, if you you know have no idea what Under the Silver Lake is or have no interest in watching it, based off of our summary or just you know in general, um, 
don't worry, we'll have other deep dives where we talk about more general movies, more yeah, mainstream totally. movies. Maybe like these big blockbusters we'll get to too because, you know, a lot of them, they are these big uh, action-adventure type movies or spectacles, I should say. Mm-hmm. But they do have a lot of analysis that can, um, that can yeah, go into some it too. Yeah, there's stuff so, to Yeah, so we'll, we'll get into those too, especially when we start, uh, when we're able to go uh, back to the theater and stuff, we'll be able to see uh, some of these real big movies coming yeah, out. Yeah, I can't talk wait. talk about it and stuff, so... Yeah, so that's kind of like how our deep dive is going to go. A little bit of uh, review, analysis, just basic conversation. A little bit of tangents here and there, too, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't be an episode with us uh, without that. So, yeah. Um, any uh, any final words for our audience? I think uh, I think I've said all there is to say for, for this movie for me. I enjoy nice. it, and uh, it's fine if you don't. <laughs> hey, that, that should be a, a slogan for, for everybody, yeah, man. For I like this movie. It's okay if you don't. Everybody yeah. respect everyone's opinions out there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, everyone has maybe a guilty pleasure movie yep. that might not be uh, very good, but they, they think it's good themselves. So uh-huh. awesome. Um, I think we'll be uh, we'll be signing off then. So thank you everybody for listening to this latest episode, deep dive episode, first one that we've done, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll catch you guys uh, next time. See you later. <laughs>